Hello, we're the Revitalize and Grow podcast, here to give you top tips on how to take your marketing and communications to the next level and help you grow. I'm Jenny, your host, and each week I'll be joined by one of my fellow pros to pick apart various PR and marketing topics, demystify the jargon, and give you some practical tips that you can apply to your own business. Occasionally, we'll be bringing on some special guests for bonus episodes. You can find all the latest episodes and keep in touch with us at adpr.co.uk or find us on all the socials. You can find the handles in our bio. So grab your cuppa and join us and don't forget to hit subscribe so you don't miss the latest episodes. and welcome back to the Revitalize and Grow podcast, here to give you top tips on how to take your marketing and communications to the next level and help you grow, or just to sit around and talk about some interesting communications stuff. Um, Today, I'm joined by Becky. I'm Jenny, your host. I should probably say that, but today I am joined by my colleague, Becky. Hi, Becky. Hello. Hello. And we are talking about planning to fail, which most people probably don't want to do. So that's the whole subject of what we're talking about. Um, So we're all very familiar with how it goes. You plan a campaign, you plan an activity, um, a launch event, whatever it is. And then afterwards, you have a wash-up meeting about how it went, um, what you could have done better next time. Um, But what happens if you flip it and do it the other way around, which is what we're going to talk about. Becky, why don't you talk about and tell us what we mean by kind of a pre-mortem or planning to fail? Sure. So um, basically, we're playing devil's advocate a little bit here and thinking about worst case scenarios for said campaign or event or whatever activity we're planning. And actually, we're thinking about what could possibly go wrong or what would happen if something happens that impacts our event or our campaign quite considerably and what other ways or what other considerations that we need to take or plan b's perhaps that we need to put in place so that we can mitigate against any of these some will be in our control some might be things like the Mm -hmm. weather that we can't control but it is thinking about all of these different things that might impact our campaigns or our events um, and thinking about ways that we can really try and stop them happening happening or ensuring we can still reach the end goal or launch our campaign have our event fulfill our activity Um, so yeah it's generally about getting your team around a table or on on zoom or teams um, and having a bit of a really open and honest conversation, raising concerns together, encouraging input from everybody and problem solving together so that you can, mm-hmm. you know, plan as yeah. best as possible for every possible solution that you or event that might happen mm. that might negatively impact your campaign. Yeah. And we kind of mean not because I'm sure most people listening do an element of it anyway don't they so you do have that kind of devil's advocate where you said but does anyone actually have a dedicate a whole session to it <laughs> like a whole negative nancy session where you come up with every crazy scenario that could possibly go wrong and that's what it's about so it's not just small things but it's like allowing people to go bonkers with all the stuff that could yeah absolutely but also the space and the kind of 
I guess, permission to think about the negative. Like, obviously, we want our campaigns and our events to go swimmingly and we want it all to be perfect and to go with plan A, with no hiccups or, you know, hiccups that anyone will notice. Mm -hmm. But actually, in order for us to be prepared and be able to have a plan B, possibly a plan C, actually, we need to spend some of this time thinking about what happens if X, Y, and Z happen. What are we going to do? How are we going to make sure that we can still deliver for our clients or host our event or welcome media for example to a specific activity on behalf of our client so yeah it's maybe something that we think about for like 10-15 minutes as part of the planning process but very rare in terms of having a dedicated planning or brainstorming session where you just Mm. think about the bad stuff. Yeah, the bad stuff, <laughs> the really bad stuff. And there is science around it, and how like how our brains work. Us poor, poor humans um, just have a tendency. <laughs> um, we have a bias towards best case scenario, so we'll always think think of stuff in the best case scenario, and we'll always have a bit of a misplaced confidence around mm-hmm. how well something's going to go or how long something is going to take or how much it's going to cost. So we always, um, I don't think we necessarily think we're like that. I think everyone will say, oh, I'm quite pessimistic actually, but. I agree. But no, no. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. And there is something, um, it's called planning fallacy as well. So that's all, yeah, essentially around people who, underestimate yeah, the time it's going to take to do something mm-hmm. or how much something is going to cost so it's all yeah we think we're not like that but we are and it's inbuilt into us so we have to kind of force it force ourselves into these situations where we we come That's up so interesting isn't it because I imagine like when you're planning a lot of people would be like no I, I'm not very I think of this and this and that's really negative so people would perhaps say that they're more negative than optimistic but goodness can you imagine when they put on their negative pants and take off their positive <laughs> pants <laughs> blimey but yeah no it's all so it's it's important because on the face of it we'll all be like yeah it'll only take it'll only take that long to deliver that project or it'll only you know it'll only mm-hmm. cost x much so you have to kind of really put everything under the microscope and yeah, kind of go through this pre-mortem exercise so that you don't come across that. Um, yeah. We were, chat- we were chatting before about really simple examples, weren't we? And, um, and what we've come across in our own careers and mm-hmm. a really simple one that happened to me quite early on when I was an account executive. Oh, so young <laughs> and naive. Um, <laughs> and we had a whole campaign with a client that was aimed at younger people, kind of younger, sort of teenage, young adult. Um, and it was a safety campaign. And we had a celebrity who was a nice squeaky clean celebrity that was going to come along and help us launch this campaign. Um, and we had lots of press that were coming, picture desk, take those a picture. It was great, a great draw. We all know a good celeb face chuck them some money and they can help, <laughs> help launch something um and it 
turned out that she wasn't so squeaky clean and some of the tab one of the tabloids that was attending had been sent pictures of her um doing illegal Not activities <laughs> um partaking <laughs> in mind altering uh substances and they started asking her questions about it on the day at the launch in front of everyone oh. as part of this safety campaign for young adults and, and teenagers. So as you can imagine, I wanted to die and <laughs> it was, and it was terrible, but you know, and it was fine. And on the day we sort of took that journey away and we handled it all and it was great, but do you know what? We didn't, we didn't plan for that to happen. We planned lots of other stuff, you know, from the beginning, um, all the great things, but we didn't really throw up, do this pre-mortem where you think of all the most disastrous things that might possibly go wrong on the day. And I'm sure one of us would have come up with, you know, what happens if this squeaky clean celebrity that we've got on the day isn't really squeaky clean and it all gets blown up on the day. And so it was, you know, it was fine. And we had, we went into crisis and handled it and it was fine. And the coverage was good because it was still a good campaign, but it could have gone mm-hmm. much worse. I, I think it's important there to say, like, like you've said, you probably never will come up with the exact thing that happens or mm. perhaps what said celebrity was doing mm. specifically, but it's having those kind of thoughts and like problem solving for those types of things so okay your squeaky clean celebrity wasn't quite so squeaky clean what could mm-hmm. we what can we do about it how can we prevent that happening or find out what is perhaps in her past anything's gonna mm. come back and bite us on the bottom for example but it's having either someone in the room or that dedicated time where you can sit together and say okay like worst case scenario what's going to happen let's put our black hat from the six hats when you're yeah. like creative thinking and planning and let's be devil devil's advocate and think about all these different things that could go mm. wrong or like it might not even be things that are in your control so it might be things like the weather if you're going sailing which we planned recently with a client and then there's weather warnings or mm. <laughs> the sea's not going to be so kind to us <laughs> or there's train strikes or postal yeah. strikes, like stuff that's actually outside of your control. But it's thinking about these things and like, let's be honest, some of them are happening more often than not yeah. at the moment. And so perhaps they should be a little bit more front of mind or should be a consideration when you're planning an event or media drops or something mm. Um, to have them kind of front of mind and think, oh, maybe we need to do things a little bit earlier. Maybe we need to plan to send whatever the item is or the product or Mm -hmm. information, send them a little bit earlier or can we send them in a different way? Just like, it's really about problem solving, isn't it? And identifying what those potential issues could be and what are the ways around them? Are there some solutions? Are there, is there a plan B or a plan C? Yeah. So it's a really good idea. And it's a really simple thing to do, isn't it? You go into a room, you make this session purely about the pre-mortem, <laughs> purely about all the things that could go wrong. Um, and, you know, so at this point, you should be at the stage potentially in your project where you've got your kind of goals and your objectives and you know what roughly what your activities are going to be. And then you sit everybody in a room and 
um, you get everybody to just go completely wild, like some, <laughs> you know, things that are quite expected that could go wrong, but also just don't let anybody, you know, don't, no holes barred, just go for it. I think it's also important to say that like it is a safe space, like it doesn't matter. Yeah what you're coming up with and you're doing it confidentially none of this is going to be like launched to the public for example yeah. like you might I would strongly recommend if you're doing it on behalf of a client that you either involve the client with it or share your kind of thoughts mm-hmm. and plans with them as well as kind of if this happens this is what we're going to do if we can't get to said place because of any of these reasons this is what we're going to do mm-hmm. this is where we're going to go um yeah like so that they're also informed because they might have some additional insights they want to share but yeah it's sounds really negative and doesn't sound like a nice activity (laughs) but it's for it's for a good reason it's for like the greater good to make sure that you can deliver on the campaign and make it as successful as possible absolutely and it also gives and on those same lines is you know making it a safe space also means you are opening it up to people, maybe more junior people within your business, um, who might traditionally be a little bit nervous about challenging something that somebody senior is proposing. So, you know, you could have your chief executive or somebody on the board or something, you know, whatever it is that's leading a project that more junior people maybe feel like they they cannot challenge because they don't have the space to challenge and they're nervous to do it or, you know, and at sessions like this allow for that to happen in a safe space. They're like, I'm just, you know, this is the exercise. We're doing a pre-mortem and I'm just coming up with all the crazy and different things that could go wrong. And it, it means that everybody has the confidence to do that. So you'll probably find that you've got people speaking up that maybe wouldn't usually. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, the next constructed, constructive, put my teeth back in, thing to do is then the people leading that project take away all these different scenarios and come up with, with solutions and how you could mitigate against it, what the alternatives are. So then you've got actually a really strong action plan or it might change the way you're going to do something in the first place. So um, it's it's a really good exercise I did have um a good example like a really simple example that I found on Tinternet um which is <laughs> which is around somebody planning a team building event for um for a client and so there they just did it themselves in a set just on their own and came up with a whole list of stuff that that could go wrong and it was everything from you know, nobody enjoys the activities. There are no clear learning points. Um, somebody gets hurt during the activities. Um, people stick with just people they know and don't explore new relationships, <laughs> which is a very common thing, isn't it, in team building? Definitely. Um, and goes against the reasons for doing it. Um, but all the way to things like the catering is terrible and <laughs> nobody likes the food. So they're hungry and moaning about that. So it's, um, oh, and the other one was there's not enough space for people to move around and, and mingle. So it's like you're all on top of each other. Um, yeah. So very simple because then immediately, I'm sure people listening as well can already think of all those things that could go wrong. You can already think of the counter argument for those and, mm-hmm. and what you can do 
to mitigate against that. Yeah. Um, so it's a very simple but easy to kind of grasp example of just sit down, just be negative. Put <laughs> <laughs> your negative pants on. Yeah. Which, which is because we're all, I think naturally marketing and PR people tend to be, you know, we're problem solvers. We never just take problems to someone. We're all, we like solutions. We like positive things. We like positivity. Yeah. Um, so actually it can feel quite wrong to sit and have a session that is purely on the things that could go wrong. Because like mm-hmm. you say, I think everyone naturally does it because that's what you do when you're planning. You know, you naturally think, oh, actually that won't work for this reason. But actually having a dedicated session to it. Um, yeah, yeah, I think it's so valuable to do it. I mean, we do it for our campaigns um, most of the time, but actually having that dedicated session where you sit down properly all in a room together and spending some really good time just thinking of the negative. We could definitely do more of that. Um, Like we've said, some things we won't be able to change, like the weather, for example. Um, And therefore you have to come up with a backup plan and that's why you have itineraries Mm. and plan Bs, etc. But yeah, some of these other situations where you think about, oh, if I put this statement out, what's the potential response going to be from the audience? Is there anyone we can ask? Can we do a little bit of um, Mm. sampling with people? Can we sense check it with other people, get a few more eyes on the statement before it goes out, for example? We we recorded um, earlier this week, actually, uh, one of our favourite kinds of episodes, which is The Good, The Bad and The Ugly, where we look at um, campaigns and good ones and bad ones and why we like them and what went wrong and what could have been done better. Um, And we were actually talking about the centre parts fiasco that happened around um, (laughs) the Queen's funeral. And, you know, it feels like this sort of exercise definitely didn't happen. You know, A, I think, as we said, it seems like they definitely didn't have a communications person in the room full stop (laughs) yeah I don't think they were consulted at all (laughs) yeah full stop but also um you know if they'd actually walked through this because we were talking about the fact we don't think there was any ill intention there it wasn't about making making or saving money it wasn't it was genuinely it seemed like it came from a good place to be that we want our staff to be able to agree yeah um be part of history and um attend view the Queen's funeral. Um, mm-hmm. So there wasn't malice, but it feels like maybe they didn't have this where they sat down and put the kind of, as you mentioned earlier, it's a good technique, that kind of black, black putting the black hat on from mm-hmm. the six hats technique. If nobody knows it, go and have a look it up. It's a really good brainstorming technique. Um, Very good. But putting that kind of negative hat on and going, right, what are all the things that could go wrong with this, what were all the, and I think they very quickly would have seen that it was a bad idea. I that they shouldn't do it. So <laughs> I agree. So yeah, it's it can um save save you from disaster. Quite a lot of reputation there as well. Sometimes like if you haven't thought about some things, like it might just be a shame or you might not get quite the results you expected, but actually in that case, particularly, I think it would be quite damaging for a brand because 
um, like when people book centre park trips, they obviously cost a lot of money and mm. um, can often, with current climates, be like the one lovely family trip they're going to have this year. Um, and then to be told that you've got to get out for 24 hours or um, you need to find alternative accommodation and you've travelled hundreds of miles or whatever it might be, actually that's going to have a really negative impact because the, the age-old saying, isn't it, no one remembers what you said, but they remember how you made them feel. Yeah. And like, yeah. I mean, like, everyone's poop. probably going to remember. <laughs> <laughs> Sure. <laughs> Do you think we have to put an E on this episode for explicit because I said the word poop? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we need to take some advice on that. <laughs> um, no, agree. And you know, if anyone's interested in, um, actually, we do talk, we could go, we won't go on about that one again because uh, we do have an episode where we talk, we do go into that in a little bit more detail, the, the centre part stuff. So um, do check that one out. I think it might come out after this one. So it's the good, the bad and the ugly. Anything else? Do we think anything else? I think really the takeaway point is, is is make sure that you put in a dedicated negative Nancy session, which is Mm -hmm. a pre-mortem, a kind of planning to fail, all the bad stuff so that you can then go away and um, as part of your planning mitigates against that and come up with some good actions and yeah maybe make some changes and save yourselves um a lot of trouble further down the line (laughs) yes and I think once you get into the habit of doing it or adding that as part of your planning process actually it becomes easier to sit there and you won't feel bad for going okay now I need to put the black hat on and we need to Mm. think about this for the next hour um or let's get everyone around the table so we can talk about all the things that might go wrong and then what are we going to do about them what can we put in place to ensure certain things don't happen or put backup plans in place. If Mm -hmm. this does happen, then we can do something else instead. So yeah, absolutely. I think it is really important to do. It's a really good exercise. It's a good team exercise as well. Mm -hmm. Um, Working together, like you said, where there's perhaps more junior members of team um, or those that are a bit younger or earlier in their career or they're new to your agency or your to, to your team so it really gives everyone the opportunity to have their say mm. then without judgment and without any other yeah and also sort of in-house in an organization and in a, in a business where there might be people that don't traditionally get to have a say on projects um that might be sort of front of house people or you know someone within a business that generally doesn't get you know and always think when new projects are launched think god that what an awful idea I probably wouldn't have done it that way <laughs> this is a great way to bring those people in to actually have all of those different scenarios and and you know give them a bit of a voice yeah. um well I think I think that's that's probably it just go and go out and do some um pre-mortems everyone um if if <laughs> if you would like to have a chat to us about it in a little bit more detail please do we actually do have um 30 minute we call them revitalize and grow sessions so we do they're free we chat to people about what their objectives are and what they need and how we can help but um certainly if you just wanted to, us to be uh <laughs> your pre-mortem negative, negative <laughs> the saying 
that's the phrase of the, the episode. Um, yeah. But if you want that and you want to talk to us about it, we can absolutely, absolutely do that and help you with that. So please do get in touch. You can email us at hello at adpr.co.uk or, you know, check us out on social and the website. There's lots of free resources on there too. Um, but thank you again for listening and we'll see you next time. Bye.